was very concerned yesterday because I ran out of sweat block, the deodorant that I, I use. And, uh, uh, and my wife hugged me and I said, do I smell really bad? And she's like, what? I'm like, do I, cause I'm really, I'm freaking out. Cause I hadn't had sweat block. I was using, you know, whatever I had uh, under the counter. Uh, cause I ran out and I'm like, this is an emergency. Okay. We need sweat block. Cause I really need it. It is the best deodorant I've ever used. Try Sweatblock. Go to sweatblock.com. You can get the uh, starter pack, which has both the uh, the um, stick and the wipes. The wipes you use once a week. That's it. And it's truly amazing. Sweatblock. Go to trysweatblock.com. Get your free starter pack right now. You pay 99 cents for the shipping. It's trysweatblock.com for your free starter pack. Do that now. You can also uh, find Sweatblock on Amazon. If you're already convinced, you just go to Amazon or you can go to sweatblock.com. But free stuff, you want to try it? Try sweatblock.com. Okay, we're going to talk about the ever fun and fabulous Dr. Fauci and what the CDC is doing uh, perhaps tomorrow. Kibby in uh, to uh, just talk about liberty and what the hell has happened to it, how fast and quickly it is disappearing, and I specifically want to talk a little bit about Fauci and what the pharmaceutical industrial complex has done to America. And is there any hope of it stopping anytime soon? We go there in 60 seconds. When you look for a real estate agent, um, you don't want somebody who's been working at Starbucks, you know, and moonlighting, uh, selling real estate, but they're working. I go into Starbucks. I just want a tea. That's all I want is a tea. And I want the big one. And I don't speak their language. And I don't care to speak their language. I am not their happiest customer because I hate it because they speak a different language. And they're like, would you like, uh, what, what size would you like? A vente? A ve- I don't know. I want the big one. That's what I want. The big one. I don't need any fancy names for it. And I appreciate that you're selling it to me for $6. No, I really, I appreciate that. I should be able to call it whatever the hell I want. Anyway, you don't want that person that's been working the counter that thinks that their, you know, their uh, cup sizes in their own language is the most important thing that's ever happened. You don't want them moonlighting and trying to sell or help you buy a house you want somebody who actually knows what's important in life real estate agents i trust the name says it all these are real estate agents all over the country 
that we have vetted and uh, we monitor at all times. We talk to the people that we turn them on to make sure they don't work for us. <laughs> we work for you and we're trying to find the best person in your area. By the way, this is a free service to you. So if you're buying or selling your home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Free to you, realestateagentsitrust.com. Okay, Matt Kibbe is here. Oh, Matt. Do you remember when we were just worried about, oh, I don't know, socialism, and that was it? Well, I remember when we were just worried about balancing the budget. Those Gosh. those seem like the, uh, the, the halcyon days of... of fighting for something that actually made sense we we were were talking to matt kibbe he's from uh kibbe on liberty uh blaze uh podcast uh Stu, we were just talking about how fast it is going like decades in a year it just seems like forever ago and it's getting faster there's there's a there's a exponential growth in the arrogance of government and the power of government and and what what Hayek would call the fatal conceit of government and and I don't think any of us expected this three years ago. Um, I was I was gobsmacked. Like what what is going on? How on earth are they wielding this much power? And why are people falling in line? I I could never understand why it was happening. So I've been digging deeper and deeper, trying to figure out. Where, where, what is the plan behind this mess? Is it just, is it just government stupidity? Is it just government no. power? But no, there's a, there's a, there's actually a central plan that goes back to the war on terror that I think explains a lot mm-hmm. of the stupidity that's going on now. So yeah, I've just we just talked about something in Department of Homeland Security. You know, they've got their new religion uh, security detail, which is like what the what what. Um, but uh, if you're looking at uh, Fauci in particular, I can't believe, and they're no, they're doing it knowingly. I cannot believe that nobody's been held responsible for COVID and you know where it came from. Nobody, nobody. I absolutely believe it was from the Wuhan lab, um, and. Echo or there's, Eco there's, Health. There's is, little doubt now. Yeah, there's little doubt. There's uh, Eco Labs fingerprints are all over it. Uh, it was absolutely gain of function. Fauci knew it. Nobody but Rand Paul is saying anything about it. Now we find out that Boston University has one that kills 80% of the mice. And that, I mean, please tell me, how is that not gain of function? They, it, they're taking in gene splicing to make it worse. Well, it's a, it's a killer virus built off of a killer virus that leaked from a lab that was probably built with gain of function. And yet they're saying, this isn't gain of function. It's just like a killer virus. I'm like, okay, that, why do we care about the semantics of, of what they're creating? And, th- and this is what is so shocking, I think, to people that have watched the last three years. So we're still doing it. We're still funding it. The same guys. Yeah. Echo uh, EcoHealth right. is, is involved in this one right. with a with a million dollar grant. What? What? Yeah. So and and of course you've you've covered this endlessly. But I had Matt Ridley on my show I think two years ago now talking about the origins of COVID. And one reason to know that they did it was the smear campaign they launched against anyone 
that suggested oh, that, yeah. that the virus came from a lab. That's all you need to know. And then the second smear campaign ag against the signers of the Great Barrington Declaration, mm -hmm. this is all classic, um, you know, shift the blame so that no one's paying attention to what we're actually doing here. But as, as I alluded to earlier, um, this goes back to even before the 9-11 attacks. There, were, there was a hearing actually um, chaired by Joe Biden, who was the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, mm. talking about uh, building this grand infrastructure to fight bioterrorism. And um, you know, then comes the 9-11 attack, and then by 2003, and this is something that Jay Bhattacharya pointed out on my show, um, they massively increased the budget for NIAID, which mm -hmm. is Fauci's agency, right. and, it's, and reassigning the whole project to focus on, on biodefense and bioterrorism. And out of this came this mad science project where we're going to create all these monster viruses and then we're going to come up with a vaccine to, to deal with them. And in the process of doing this, I think they became the terrorists. Yeah, I don't, became, I don't, they became gods. Yeah. In their mind, they became gods. Yeah. And they can do no wrong and, uh, and don't question. And, and so you do become a terrorist in, in, in a, in a way. And I'm not saying intentional. I'm, I, I don't, I don't no, believe they, it's intentional at all, but I think that the fatal conceit of thinking that they could science their way out of anything, of, of anything and, 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 and it basically, it's a, it's a form of central planning. We're, we're going to imagine every alternative future. We're, by the way, we're going to create those things. And we'll never make any mistakes. Well, what do you think? I mean, that is the Great Reset. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're going to control. I mean, nobody even talking about this. They say they're going to reimagine. We've seen how that works right. with the police. They're going to reimagine the way our food is grown, delivered, sold, and eaten. They, they have a new plan from seed to fork, and they're planning on doing it by 2030. The unintended consequences of that could be millions and millions of people dead. Yeah, it, it makes Mao's Great Leap Forward sound like child's play. It does. It does. I mean, we are just... And by, by the way, there's a, I, I, everybody should read this. There's an essay by Anthony Fauci published just a few years ago in Cell Magazine where he talks about his grand plan to bend modernity. And this, this is chiseled in my brain now. And it's, it's in some ways even more arrogant than the Great Reset because this, there's this arrogant scientistic idea that you can reorganize every aspect of society from the top down. And by the way, you know where this comes from? This comes from the first version of socialism, which was St. Simon, and he imagined replacing God with science and putting scientists in charge of everything. He was actually going to build temples to Sir Isaac Newton, mm. and we would be governed from this, this, this crazy world where the really smart people redesigned everything from the top down. So before Marx made socialism violent, it was this fatal conceit that we're seeing play out today. Um, government knows no bounds. And then the problem is it's, it's a combination of two things, right? They got too much power and they, they have unchecked power. No one can hold this guy accountable. But they also have this idea that they're smart enough to do this. And that's more dangerous See, I, to I me. will tell you, this, this is what Ray Kurzweil, I'm a fan and I'm terrified of. 
um, and I've told this to him to his face, uh, the, the arrogance here on the singularity, the merging between man and machine and how you can augment humans and how it's going to be so fabulous is absolutely terrifying because it, it, it is the reason why we're in the situation we are in with COVID is arrogance. Yeah, it's arrogance and thinking I can do whatever I want to do. You know, there was a, a study that we just talked about on Monday that uh, came out where they put human brain cells and mouse brain cells in a Petri dish. Did you see this? And it taught itself how to play Pong. And they were, and it, you know, the, the, the people that were responding to this were saying, well, this is great because, you know, when does life start and it's intelligent life and all of this? And I'm like, are you kidding? They took human cells, mixed them with mice to see if it could play a video game. What are we doing? Where, what is that going to lead to? You know, I was always used to point to the matrix to explain what was going on in the world, but now I've decided that it's Stranger Things. <laughs> and this is the, the, the classic story of, of a powerful government financing a rogue agency to come up with a strategy to defeat the enemy, in this case, the Soviets. And in the process, unleashing unchecked evil on the world, and they can't figure out how to contain it, that's where this goes, and this goes back to your original comment, um, that the check has to be liberty. The check has to be decentralization of all this power, because when you centralize it, and when you put one guy in charge of, of essentially all science, like all scientific research. As he said, he is science. And he wasn't lying, um, <laughs> in the sense that all the financing and all of the control of the scientific community. This is why scientists refuse to speak out. They get cut off. It's all centralized now. And that is more dangerous than anything that we've seen come out of government. But the answer has to be, and this, this is like the scientific process itself, decentralized science and arguing in public and challenging mm -hmm. one another and being humble enough to know that you don't actually know that much about right. what you're trying to figure out. The more I, the more I learn, the more I realize I, ha I don't know anything. Yeah. And that, that should be the way the world works. This is how we organize society. This is how we solve problems. And this is how the scientific process is supposed to work. You're supposed to have people arguing with each other. You're supposed to have competing sources of financing. You're supposed to be able to question authority and this is this is something uh, um, I've already mentioned Jay Bhattacharya, one of the heroic uh, epidemiologists from Stanford that signed the Great Barrington Declaration. Um, another guy that asked questions early was John Ioannidis, again from Stanford. And these were the guys that were demonized, but they I asked them, why, why would you do this? And they said it would be dangerous not to. That's that's some guts. But everybody else fell in line, which is why they always do. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to throw out the, the libertarian perspective on this. There should be absolute separation of science and state because it has become a religion. Yeah, this is this is um, you know th this is state picking sides on what to believe is fact. Science is only right 
until they're proven wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a process. You can't pick science as a government. You can't. Let people pick it. Let people try it out. You know, I have no problem with the um, with the fact that in an emergency, if we need a vaccine, the government says you can't sue them for this amount of time if you don't have to take it. Right. You know, that's a violation of the Nuremberg laws. But if I don't have to take your experimental thing, I'm totally fine with that. However, now that that is expiring, now they're going in to jam it into a children's vaccine because then it will get the protection. So both of those pharmaceutical companies can never be sued. That's an abomination. Yeah. And this this is part of the central plan. They have to finish the plan that they hatched even before there was a pandemic. And part of that is 100% compliance, whether it's zero COVID or 100% compliance with a vaccine, they have to prove to their masters that the plan worked. That's why we don't have any understanding at all, whether or not it's effective, whether or not it's safe. Um, that's, that doesn't matter anymore. And, and that's evil. It's dangerous. And we're doing it to children. We're doing a lot of things to our children right now. And it's all evil. It's all evil. Matt Kibbe, you can find him um, on blazetv.com, Kibbe, K-I-B-B-E. Also, freethepeople.org, freethepeople.org. But make sure you check out his podcast as well, Kibbe on Liberty. Thank you very much, Matt. Thank you. Appreciate it. Back in just a second. Imagine if someone had the audacity to tell you that you should spend some time working on yourself before you try to go fix all the world's problems. Imagine if the person just had a step-by-step book Improvement, self-improvement, like clean your room, stand up straight. That's crazy, especially if the guy had 12 of them. Wait, Jordan Peterson has 12. All right, well, he's a nut job, right? Because he believes in personal responsibility. Um, Jordan Peterson, I would rather have my kids listen to Jordan Peterson than pretty much anybody else uh, out in society. He's just saying personal responsibility something that our government is 180 degrees in the opposite direction our whole society is tuttle twins right now jordan peterson and the tuttle twins have combined the 12 rules boot camp you want them learning how to pull themselves up by their bootstraps this is the book you want tuttle twins you can get it for free for just a couple of more days until their extra copies run out or we hit friday i think just pay shipping uh go there now get the tuttle twins and the 12 rules boot camp while supplies last it's tuttle twins 10 seconds station id Hey, we're going to go over the uh, election and some of the, I think, really exciting things that are happening with the election. It's moving in the right direction. Yeah. That's very good news. Most, most of the news is good. There's a couple of weird polls out there, a couple of weird developments, but generally speaking, much good news. So Fetterman uh, came out yesterday and he said, you know, I'm not for any restrictions on abortion. Yeah. Mandela Barnes, same thing. This is, this is so bizarre. Here, here he is. Here's Fetterman. Do you support any restrictions on abortion? 
I don't. I've always believed... Even in the third trimester? I, 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 I believe that choice is between a woman, her doctor, and a god if she prays to one. Okay. So, that, I mean, that's... Uh, I will say, that's about as clear an answer as we've heard from anyone in the Democratic Party. Yeah. At I least mean, he's owning it. Yeah. I mean, I mean look, that because that is what we're actually battling here. That's yeah. what we're actually battling. There are people that believe that, you know... Once the the egg and the sperm meet, no, you have nothing you can do about it. There are others who believe, you know, maybe a week or so after birth, we can kill the baby. Maybe it's heartbeat. Maybe it's heartbeat. Okay, so there's all kinds of stuff. But I can guarantee you that very few people are on the extremes and even less people are on his extreme. Yeah, we know the polling shows this quite clearly. 84% of Americans uh, object to the, being uh, third trimester abortion being legal. Now, of course, third trimester abortion includes what John Fetterman was talking about there, but also abortions that birthday happened three abortions. months earlier. Yeah. Right. So it's important to understand it's birthday abortions. Also, you know, seven months uh, in that general vicinity. 84%. Again, this is one of the most uniting things in our public discourse there are very few things you can find when you ask republicans and democrats and independents together to get 84 percent approval or or uh discussed in this <laughs> particular case and we should also point out second trimester is i think 67 percent opposed to it being legal so this is not a borderline issue the democrats are way 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 out of step with the average american on this issue and they're trying to make everybody believe they're the only ones this is why well, they release that's why Swalwell releases an ad yeah. like he did try to fool people into thinking that Republicans are going to come to your well, door with with guns they've to arrest had to, you. They've had to elevate it. I mean, remember the Cory Gardner radio ads? Remember these? They're super classic. They're all out. Did you try the corner market? Of course. <laughs> Grocery store? Sold out. Drug store? Come on. So everyone sold out of condoms. Hmm. How did this happen? Cory Gardner banned birth control, and now it's all on us guys. And you Stop. Hey, idiot. Why are you out looking for condoms if you know that Cory Gardner banned birth control? Right. You're a moron. <laughs> I mean, I thought at the beginning, I'm like, ah, yeah, it's government interference with the baby formula, which we still <laughs> don't have on the shelves. <laughs> no, no, it's condoms. Mm. They had to. That's what they used to threaten. Now they're threatening the arrest of women who have had an abortion when the FBI is out arresting 87-year-old women because they were praying at an abortion clinic. You tell me this world makes sense. The Glenn Beck Program. When things are really, really bad economically uh, right now, when they're really bad like they are, people tend to rise up in the streets. Hey, weird. Isn't that what's been happening in the streets all over the world? I showed it to you yesterday. Europe is on fire. Other parts of the world are already exploding. You cannot afford to ignore all of this. Please protect yourself from fiscal incompetence. Please Invest in the oldest and most stable currencies in the world, gold and silver. This week, they have a great special going on. 
Every gold legal tender bar pack purchased, you're going to receive 50 of the Benjamin Franklin copper rounds at no cost. These are like crazy popular. This is the last batch that will ever be minted before the new series is released, so they will sell out. Go to Goldline today. Find out how to protect yourself and your family from financial destruction. Somebody has to have something left in the end. Please call them now and just ask for information. Do your own homework. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Back to back tonight, Studios America, Glenn TV. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. So when I saw the headline, more than 100,000 Georgians cast ballots on first day of early voting, smashing the record. Um, honestly, I thought, oh, geez, is it all? Has it been? I mean, are these real people? Is anybody checking? <laughs> I mean, these could be these could be robots. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if like. Facebook had made some humanoid robots that could would go out and vote and nobody knew it until the very end. I mean, I just anyway, but here's the good news. This is blowing away the previous midterm first day record, which was about 72,000. So there's a lot of people that really care about uh, really care about this. Can we add to this, though, too, that it's also ahead of the 2020 presidential election pace, which wow. is. It's impossible to overstate how crazy that number is. The, the fact that a midterm is outperforming a presidential Robots. election is completely unheard of. Robots. And whatever suppression is being attempted at voters is really, really not working out. Well, whoever is trying to suppress is terrible at it. Unless you're a robot. Uh, Linda Moraine, this is, this is a good part of the story. Linda Moraine cast her ballot in the North Fulton Service Center on Roswell Road, her first time voting since she moved to Atlanta from Chicago. Oof. Uh, this is totally different than what we do in Illinois. The process worked seamlessly here. It's so easy to follow and glad we were able to do it early because we encourage everybody to come out early. Okay, now you ready? Mm -hmm. Absentee voting is also now available. But if you want to vote absentee, you must request a ballot online or by mail by October 28th. Then you need to return your ballot by mail or in a drop box by the time polls close on election day. According to the new law, drop boxes are located inside what? early voting locations. Oh, yeah. the suppression. I know. Making I know. people open doors. Now, here it is. You may vote early at any time within your county. But you do need to show one of seven forms of photo ID to vote in person. Can you even name seven forms? I cannot. Forms? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm at my like blockbuster video card yeah. at that point. <laughs> I don't I know. Think, <laughs> I would have to go find mine. <laughs> I, have, I have a license. Uh, I've got two licenses. Then a credit card. Right. <laughs> I mean, That's I got not going to count. I yeah. got nothing. No, of course, there's a lot of different kinds of ice. The, the bottom line being, of course, even if you don't have a driver's license, there's six other types yes. that they're going to accept. Correct. Trying to make it as easy as humanly possible. No, this is Jim Crow. Anyway, Two uh, let's uh, let's look at some of the races. Walker and Warnock now in a dead heat. 46.1. Warnock, 46. Walker. Yeah, this is a new poll out, I believe today, that is promising. Also has Kemp up by five or six, I think, against Stacey Abrams in Georgia. 
can't. How can it be that close? Is that How what you're trying to be this close? <laughs> How? Well, I mean, Walker obviously had the big, highly uh, publicized uh, scandal allegations. He uh, and there was no, question I mean, as to whether he was going to be down after that. There are some polls that show him down, but he seems to have weathered that storm and also seems to have performed well in the debate, which is putting him in a position of of real promise, I think, here. Yeah. You know, some of these other races that we were talking about as being really, really close. I mean, I think two months ago we would have said one of the most pure toss up races in the nation was Ron Johnson and Mandela Barnes. The polling now seems to show Johnson consistently ahead. Um, you know, there's a new poll out with Blake Masters where he's only down one point. It's the best he's performed in any poll so far. This one has narrowed from 13 or 14 points uh, just a couple of months ago down to now one point. Carrie Lake leads in that same poll, mm-hmm. by the way, and for the governor. Right? For how many, how many points, points is she leading? I want to say three off the top of my head. Oh, I don't gosh. have it in front of me, but she, I, uh, oh, yeah, it is. It is three. 49-46, Masters 46, Kelly 47 in that same race. Uh, another poll out, uh, Fetterman, 48, Oz, 46. That's as close as that race has been. I'm really like, I'm now on the edge of my seat waiting for the poll that shows me Dr. Oz is leading. And we still have not seen one of those yet, but it has narrowed dramatically. dramatically. It was 21 points at one point in this race. Now it's two. Uh, that one is pretty significant. And the Warnock one is is really good uh, as well. I mean, 46-46. Again, I would like, I would prefer to see a lead for Herschel Walker in this race. But with three weeks left, having weathered the Democrats' attempt at an October surprise, this is probably a pretty good position for Walker. I mean, he's shown to be a better candidate than a lot of people said he would be. So let me ask you this Uh, Ron Johnson, how's he doing? Johnson is leading. Let me see if I can pull up the latest poll. Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes. Once compared black conservatives to slaves and refused to accept that a black sheriff was the same race as him. (laughs) You know, no big deal. No big deal. That sounds good. I would direct people who care about that race. I did a show last night called Stu Does Mandela Barnes, which I'm sure he'd love the title. Uh, But it was just going through good 20 minutes of going through him, how he, you know, said he now likes to say he's not not for defunding the police. Now he likes to say he's not for abolishing ICE. Uh, you know, we went through all of his extreme positions. Do you have on him on abortion. tape saying those things? Um, yeah, well, many of them. Some of them are quotes. Some of them. Okay. He, I mean, we have a picture of of Mandela Barnes holding up an abolish ice T-shirt. Okay. Now I all don't right. know if that's okay. exactly supporting. About sure. How many times do you are you holding up T-shirts of things that you totally disagree uh, with? Is there a lot? Never. A lot of times? No. Never. Okay. No, no. Never. Uh, we you know so we went through all of that kind of an extensive. Uh, and he's also you know he's the type of guy you know we're living. This country was founded on stolen labor. Uh, oh, this sure. this is stolen land. He's that type of guy. Oh. And look, that was really popular with the Democrats in June 2020. <laughs> Which is a lifetime ago. A lifetime ago. And now he's having to answer for all these really radical positions he's taken. I mean, he is he's basically AOC. He did an event with Ilan Omar. He's he's that he's basically a squad member running for Senate in a in a purple state against an incumbent Republican. And it's been close. At times, it's looked like he might lead. Uh, latest poll has uh, uh, Ron Johnson 52, Mandela Barnes 46. Uh, but, you know, there's... That's good. It, it's definitely not a blowout race. And there's not... You know, I will say, there's not 
Polling is getting really, really difficult. We always complain about the polls. The polls are not supposed to tell you down to the tenth of a percent what's going to happen. They give you a general vicinity of what the range of results are. And so people don't like them. People don't like taking them. They are now at the point where they are making 200 plus calls to get one person to take the survey. There's 0.4% response rate right now. I used to have to, this is 30 years ago, I had to do radio research. And, uh, and so I would, you know, walk into the call center and look at the research. And it was like, you know, maybe five calls to everyone. Mm-hmm. Now? Yeah. 200. Yeah. And this is down just from recent history, too. You know, people avoid calls. They screen calls. We all know that now. But in 2016, I think it was 1.8% on Amazon, you know, uh, Alexa, Alexa or <laughs> Siri. Why don't they just say, you know, that they're at headquarters and they can say, I'm not going to say the A or the S word. But hey, tell me what uh, tell me what everybody's talking about politically in this section of town. Uh, Why don't they just do that? It's so frustrating. I was doing homework with my son last night and, you know, we, I was helping him with it and I was reading the question to him. And of course, the A-L-E-X-A was the mm. name of the person in the, the general question. And I said it and it's like the whole house shut. It almost blew up. I don't know what happened. And you're just saying that word now. It's, it's off limits to hey, our so society. You mixed um, that word with homework. And I just want to say... Mm. My kids whine about homework. Yes. That's something I've, I've yeah. dealt with. Yeah. Oh, it, it gets even better. Oh, good. Uh, they whine about homework. And uh, you've got Google. If we were lucky, we had the Encyclopedia Britannica, which was 30 years out of date. Mm-hmm. If we were lucky. Don't talk to me about homework. Oh, I mean, it's so oh. it's so bad. The lessons, you know, my son at one point yesterday is like, uh, what is this? And I'm like. I look at him. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea what it is. It's yeah. some term. I don't even remember what it yep. was. So, of course, what do I do? I pull out my phone. And I just Google it. And I have the answer. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now it kind of like clicks back yeah. in. And then and then I try to walk him through it. And, I, and I'm realizing that he's seen me do all this, right? Like, he's got to realize that he could just, when he gets older, he's uh-huh. just going to do it too. Right. So why not just put the chip in? Let's just put all the chips <laughs> chips directly into I, the forehead and move on with our oh lives. Oh, my gosh. Because that's basically where we're going. I, I, I tell you, you know, it's just, it's so aggravating. Dad, uh, can you help me? No, I already went to school. Yeah. Okay. Oh, hey. I went to school <laughs> once. Okay. That was the only time I ever wanted to go to high school yeah. was that one time. And I barely wanted to do it then. I didn't do my homework then. I'm not doing it again I, now. Uh, why am I all of a sudden in charge of your homework? And there's a certain... Did you do that? Did you do that? I know. It really... It, like, oh, my gosh. It's impossible to keep track of as a parent. I mean, this is totally off... Total sideshow to shoot of where we were going here with this conversation. But it, it is like... I feel like... You know, they have that project management software oh, that where you're like, oh, don't that, that's what I feel like I need. I, I need I don't know a what teacher I, to teach me how to use that thing. Oh, my God. And in my in my kid's school, they've got all these different terms. They don't call it an essay. They call it something else. They don't call it a test. They mm. call it something else. So they're all like, well, he hasn't done his, you know, hibbijibbits. And you're like, what the hell What's is a hibbijibbits? Mm-hmm. Then they look at you like, oh, oh well, you're not from around here. And then you Google hibbijibbits. Yeah. And who knows what comes up? Yeah. Could be anything. Bad. Could be anything. <laughs> it's bad. Hey, Siri, Google hibbijibbits. <laughs> so as I was saying, Mandela Barnes mm. sucks. That was kind of my point there. That's what we were getting to. 
look, these these races are going the right way if you if you want conservatives and Republicans to win and to get more importantly control of the Senate in particular away from Democrats. You're the only way the- you're gonna only way you're gonna get anything done with the uh, with the Department of Defense, with the uh, Department of Justice, the FBI, uh, the IRS. You want those eighty seven thousand IRS agents? And if I'm telling you, if the if the Republicans have the opportunity and they don't shut that off, they're out of their minds. They're out of their minds. Look, you are more optimistic on this than I am, meaning I am just trying to stop the worst things that can be done. I have no expectation whatsoever that a good thing will occur. There's no there's no moment where I'm like, oh, we might get some good stuff done. I don't even I'm not even thinking about that. All I'm thinking about is stopping the worst stuff from we happening. Are so, <laughs> we are so jaded now. I just want them not to kill me. <laughs> I want and to- I take I take it if they kill me, but kill me quickly. Don't torture me. Yeah. I just want them to to fi- fifty one to forty nine block the torture stew act. <laughs> That's all I'm asking for at this point. Oh, golly. All right. Hey, listen, if you're thinking about being tortured or you have recently (laughs) been tortured, have you thought about Relief Factor? Mm. Ever since they pulled those uh, shoulders out of the sockets, they just haven't been the same. (laughs) Try Relief Factor. Don't give up. Uh, Get out of pain. Honestly, I was thinking about this the other day. It, 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 there are going to be so few people that are really truly prepared. And I don't know if I'm going to be one of them, uh, honestly. Um, we have to spiritually, physically be prepared for what is coming because um, it's, it's going to be a big job. And um, we need everyone in the fight. Please try Relief Factor. If you have pain that is setting you back, not allowing you to do things, you are critical. Everyone, everyone here is critical. Please get back in the fight. Get your fight for life back into you. It's relief factor. Try the trial pack for uh, three weeks. Take it as directed. If it's working for you in three weeks, great. If not, probably not going to work. Yeah, you're out 20 bucks. But man, if it works, you're part of that 70% that it works on. You get your life back. ReliefFactor.com, 1-800, the number four, Relief. Relief Factor, feel the difference. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program, I'm... I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much for uh, listening. Um, Coming up tonight at 9 p.m. is my TV special, and we are going to be tackling something that uh, I I think you really, you really, really need to hear. Um, And that is the attack on religious organizations, churches. Um, The IRS is going after some of the bigger names uh, in the religious community, people that we've known for a long, 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 long time. Uh, and uh, IRS is attacking them, going after the churches, going after really pretty much any organization that has any kind of religious affiliation. We told you just yesterday, one of the big 
uh, religious um, organizations that works with all religions. Um, they were just debanked. J.P. Morgan Chase just said, yeah, you're, we can't tell you why, but we can't do business unless you give us a list of all of your donor, all of your donors. Oh, oh, it's just that easy. No, thank you. Our churches and our faith is being attacked. And, um, you know, if you're not a church person, that's fine. Fine. But you, you've got to stand for the First Amendment, our freedom of speech and our freedom to uh, attend the church and and get government out of the church is critical, critical. Think of that speech, religion. What else is under attack? Gathering together in groups, First Amendment petitioning your government, First Amendment, the press, First Amendment, Second Amendment. I mean, if they start quartering, you know, soldiers in my house, we're in trouble. We're in real trouble. Uh, <laughs> Third Amendment always gets ignored. I know it does, and it shouldn't. But anyway, um, that's tonight at 9 p.m., critical. And uh, you can join the uh, uh, Stu Does Something tonight. What are you doing tonight? Uh, I am doing, uh, I'm going to do some stuff on Eric Swalwell and his ridiculous, horrible campaign wow, ad that he that's released. that's one for the record. Stu oh, does <laughs> Eric Swalwell. No, Fang Fang actually oh, Fang. does that. All right. <laughs> Tonight at 8 o'clock, followed by my program at 9. You don't want to miss it. Only on Blaze TV. Become a member. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code Glenn. The Glenn Back Program.